0: Welcome to the Social DJ Podcast, where we talk about ways that DJs and event professionals can succeed on social media. Every Wednesday, we'll help you guys get more traction in your business, help you showcase your work for potential clients looking to hire you, and bring the social back into social media. Before we get started, make sure to subscribe, like, and rate this podcast so we can help more people change the way that they think about social media now. Without further ado, let's get started with the episode. What's going on guys? It's Justin the DJ and I'm so glad you guys are here with me this week on the podcast. We're going to be talking all about building a following and a community on social media, which is sort of the biggest part of any social media platform is the social part, the community part. That's the reason why we're all online. It's to connect with people from all across the world uh, so definitely a super important topic. So make sure you guys stick with the podcast and, uh, we'll get into it in just a couple of minutes. Now, just like we've been doing for the last couple of weeks, let's get right into the news, social news. All right, guys, I told you about this feature a couple of weeks ago, but Instagram has officially rolled out its new in app post scheduling tool for professional accounts. This is gonna be something that's built in directly into the Instagram app whenever you're ready to post a photo or a reel or anything that goes live on Instagram other than stories. You'll be able to actually schedule that post up to 75 days in advance. The way you do this is you would create the content, of course, upload it to Instagram, add your caption, add all that kind of stuff, and then at the bottom of the menu, there's gonna be an advanced setting button. When you click on that at the top, there should be another tab that says schedule this post and you'll be able to put in the time, the date, and all that kind of stuff. Now, when I first broke this news to you guys a couple of weeks ago, I told you to be weary about using a scheduler for some of the posts that you make on social media. Personally, I think it's important to interact with your community, interact with your followers while you're on the app. Having something like a scheduler or having some of your posts automatically post online might encourage you not to actually be on the app when your posts go live. And with this, that can create a disconnect with your community. You might not be interacting with people in the comment section. You might not be communicating with people who are sending you DMs or people that are also posting around the same time as you and you're just not a part of the community when you're automatically letting your posts go live. And we can get into this a little bit later, but essentially this kind of ties into our main topic for today, which is the community building part of social media and how to really grow a true following. The key really stems from being social on social media. I think you could take advantage of an auto scheduler on Instagram by taking some of the workload off of you in the moment while you're posting. So let's say you know you're going to post at 12 o'clock on Tuesday. Well, a couple days in advance, you could upload your reel. You can add the caption, add your hashtags, tag all the people, and then mark it to be scheduled to post at 12 o'clock on Tuesday. So then your post goes live on Tuesday, and you still show up. When your post goes live, you still interact with your community, you still talk to people in the DMs, you still reply to people in the comment section, and you still interact with all the people that are on the social platforms just like you are. That can take some work off of you in the moment and make it to where you could focus more on creating that following and building that community. Looking into the functionality of the in-app scheduler, it doesn't look like they've added anything new compared to using apps like Planoly or Later, but nonetheless, this is a much needed and requested feature for Instagram, so I'm glad they finally took this step after many years of not listening to people about having this in-app scheduler. Now, to have this feature on your account, you do need to have your Instagram set up as a professional account. So either a business page or a creator page. And again, all you have to do is go to your advanced settings when you're about to make your post and there should be a section for schedule this post. Now during this time of me recording this episode, I actually don't have the ability to schedule my posts but it may take a couple of days until Instagram rolls this out to everyone with a professional account. So if you don't see it on your profile, just wait a couple of days and you should have it soon. Another feature that Instagram added recently that we actually talked about on the podcast just a couple of weeks ago is the achievement badges. So the three badges that you can earn on Instagram are gonna be the collaborator, the trend spotter, And the creative streak those are the three badges that you can earn now originally I thought this was going to be something that would show publicly on your account but it appears to be something that only you'll be able to see and something you can only earn on a per post instance I guess this is a way of Instagram telling you that you're on the right track or you're doing a great job Other than that, I really don't see the purpose of having these badges if they're not shown publicly or don't get added to like a collection of awards that you've received. It kind of seems like it's just a random thing where it tells you, hey, you did good on this one post. Here's a random badge that no one else can see. (laughs) You know what I mean? So, yeah, I mean, they added the feature. That's cool. But I wish they would have done something different to really let you know you're doing a great job and maybe letting other people know that you're doing a great job on social as well. So we'll see if they refine this a little bit, but as of right now, I don't really see the point of this feature. All right, so the next piece of news that I have for you guys is an article talking about different social media platforms that teenagers are favored to use. And in this article, there's actually a graph showing percentage usage that teenagers are using for social media. So it shows currently in the fall of 2022, TikTok has a 38% share of all teenagers using their app, then 30% goes to Snapchat, 20% for Instagram, and then Facebook and Twitter are both at dead last at 2%. A couple things to note in this graph is that both Snapchat and Instagram's numbers have drastically dropped under ever since TikTok has joined in on the scene, and TikTok numbers have just been going up and up and up every single year. Now, one platform that I don't see on this chart is YouTube Shorts. Now, YouTube is an app that's just been around forever, longer than all of these apps, and still holds a giant share of the social media market. Recently, of course, they've added the YouTube Shorts feature, and I'm sure that's taken a chunk from Instagram Reels and TikTok videos. But I'd be very interested to see with the introduction of YouTube Shorts, how are teenagers reacting to that? Like, are they preferring TikTok over YouTube Shorts? Do people even watch YouTube Shorts? I'd love to know that so I can find out if I've been wasting my time on YouTube when it comes to the Shorts. (laughs) But yeah, just something I noticed that was missing on this graph. And thinking about it from a business perspective. Yes, teenagers might not be your ideal client or your paying customers in this moment. Just keep in mind that maybe in the next five to 10 years, those people will... Be your potential client and will be who you're trying to seek out towards. So, if in five to 10 years, TikTok is their preferred platform, just like Facebook is the preferred platform of the older generation and Instagram is the preferred platform of the 25 to 30 to 40 age group, TikTok might be the long standing platform for the young 20 year olds that are looking to get married in a couple years. So, if you guys are trying to be successful and market on these social media platforms, especially if you're trying to be a wedding DJ, you know, you got to be on the platforms that your wedding clients are using, and right now it's looking like TikTok might be one of those long-standing platforms. So in 5 to 10 years if you don't have that strong foundation on TikTok, you guys are going to be so far behind. So I would definitely think about jumping on that platform, if you guys haven't already, because it would be such a huge missed opportunity if you're not on that app creating brand awareness and just straight up existing on that platform. All right, let's jump right into the music. Trending sounds. All right, guys, we've had a couple of new albums come out in the last couple of weeks. Last week we talked about Taylor Swift's new album, and this week we have a new album from Drake and 21 Savage. Now, I know a lot of people are not a huge fan of this new album, whether it's the vibe of the music or the messaging of the songs. I You know, I haven't listened to the whole thing, to be honest with you guys, but I've heard a lot of people complaining about some of the lyrics in it. There was even one part where they were like taking shots at Meg The Stallion. Apparently, like Drake said something about how she was pretending that she got shot or something like that. And it was really funny because somebody told me that and I was like, wait. Didn't Drake pretend to get shot in Degrassi? <laughs> like, I don't know, man. I know I don't really give a shit to be honest with you, but like, you know, I listen to to most of the music and, you know, not really much of it I can play at any of my events to be completely honest with you. And I don't really think any of the songs have popped off in the charts to be honest. So, I don't know. You guys can let me know what you think of the album. I won't be playing any of these songs at my events, definitely take a listen and come up with a conclusion for yourselves. But to be honest with you guys, like I've been looking through music lately and a lot of new songs, man, it's just been so tough, like trying to find like those really good, like banging songs, like songs that are just gonna crush on the dance floor. The the most recent song I can think of is the I'm Good David Guetta with BB REXA. Of, life, it takes me, I'm of course, that song, along with it, comes with the nostalgia of the original version of that song. But nonetheless, it's still a great song. It's got a cool drop and everything like that. Um, but, you know, I feel like a lot of songs with that high energy and that jump and that those really danceable songs are really few and far in between lately. Maybe it's because the season change. Maybe the artists are holding on to their songs until the right time to drop them or something like that. But I feel like a lot of music nowadays have been kind of chill. You know, really chill music, really vibey music, and not stuff that you can necessarily, like, party to, get down to, and just get crazy too. so I'm hoping that might change in the future maybe they might drop some winter bangers for us but until then we'll have to we'll have to get what we get and uh, not throw fit all right guys let's jump right into the topic of this week's episode and that is building a following and a community on social media the point of social media is to connect with people from all over the world Some people have glamified social media and really only worry about the likes that they get on a photo or how many followers that they have on their account. To some people, social media is all about the numbers. How many people viewed my post? How many people followed me? What people tend to forget is that every single like that you get on a post, every follow that you receive is a real person. We tend to forget How to communicate with our followers because we don't see them as real people. Just numbers that we're always trying to improve. What does it look like to be successful on social media? When I ask myself this question, I always think about those people who post like life events on Facebook and get hundreds of likes and comments from their closest friends and family. Maybe they just got engaged. Maybe they just got a new job. And tons of people are congratulating them. These people on Facebook take time out of their day to praise this person for their accomplishments. Why? It's because they're genuinely interested in that person's life. They are involved in the community that that person has built on Facebook. So how does this tie back to your social media? Well, this is something that you should strive to replicate on all of your social media platforms. Being able to build a community of ride or die followers and fans is one of the best ways to consistently bring engagement to your profile every time you make a post. These people will always support your work and will be there to cheer you on. But how do you find these people? You have to create them. No one randomly decides, huh, I'm gonna go support this random guy that barely posts anything and I don't know anything about. Because people support people that they know and trust. If they don't know you, why and how are they gonna support you? All right, I've spoken a lot on this, so let's jump right into how you can make this a reality. How do you start building your following and your community on social media? Well, the first step is you have to show up. The first word in social media is social. We need to first exist on the platform and bring some sort of value. Now, this can be one of three things, something that I like to call the three pillars of content. Something informative, engaging, or entertaining. Let's dive into these for a second. Informative is a pretty self-explanatory term. Creating content that is informative is like giving tips on a scratch routine or showing clients the difference between some of the packages that you offer them. Giving the viewer some sort of value, some sort of education to really help them accomplish their goals will make them really appreciate you and maybe if you're giving out really helpful tips and advice on things that they're interested in, they will always seek out your content because you have brought them a ton of value already. The next thing is engaging content. Content that's engaging can be a little more difficult to accomplish. This has to be something that can spark a conversation Or encourage someone to like your post or share it to a friend. This can be kind of a vague description, but basically create something that people actually like, something that's actually meaningful to a person, maybe something that they're super interested in or something that can spark that conversation. You know, do you believe that pineapple belongs on pizza? That's a conversation that you can have. (laughs) Don't actually post that, but you know what I mean? Like creating something that's gonna actually have people have something to say to your content and really connect with you, as well as all the other people in the comment section, that's engaging content. The last pillar of content is entertaining. This can be something like a cool mix you made or a funny video that goes along with the trending sound. Now, one thing to preface is that creating something entertaining is subjective. Something entertaining to one person might be considered boring to another. Or something entertaining to you might not be something entertaining to your follower or your ideal client. When trying to create something entertaining, always think about your target audience. Ask yourself, would they like something like this? Not every piece of content needs to accomplish all three of these pillars, but they should definitely be able to accomplish at least one of them. If you create a piece of content and it doesn't fit within any of the pillars, you need to ask yourself why you're making the content in the first place. What is my goal with this content? All right, so we have our content. We got a few people responding to it. How do we turn these random people into long-term supporters and followers of my content and even potential clients? how do we make this a reality? The answer is actually quite simple. Be social. I know, shocking, right? (laughs) Let's face it. None of us are going to ever reach the level of someone like Kim Kardashian on Instagram. We're not going to just randomly post something online and get thousands of likes and comments on our posts from thousands and millions of people that just adore us. That's not going to happen. We got to work for it. People want to be friends with people they know and like. You being active on social media plays a part in this. But actively engaging with your followers is the biggest part of building that community. That means responding to all your comments, responding to all your DMs, engaging with other people's content when they post something online. Yeah, it's a lot of work. But no one said that social media was an easy thing. This is what it takes to build a strong community on social media. Creating friendships and bonds with people online will create more engagement for you on social media because the moment they start seeing you as a friend, they will engage with your content, comment on your posts, DM you questions. You are their friend. They will support you whenever you show up in their feed. Same thing can be said for when it comes to stories on Instagram, or TikTok, creating content that is informative, entertaining, or engaging for your audience, and then communicating with them will create more engagement for your content overall. At that moment, you have a floor for your engagement because you have a ton of people that are going to support you no matter what. And this is what will make your content continue to reach more and more people over time and create this never-ending cycle of engagement. Do this over the course of many months and even years and you will have a solid foundation, a core group, a core community of people that support you, support your content, support your business, your identity, everything they will refer you to people and that is how you grow and create this strong community, this strong following of people. That's how you do it. No one magically has a strong community on social media, unless you're famous for one reason or another, you know, when it comes to me and my socials, it's really been something that I've sort of built over the long term, you know, interacting with all these people. Like there are so many people that interact with my posts. I always try to respond to them as best as I can because I know they're a long-term supporter of my account, of my page, of my content. And I want them to know that I support them. So, of course, I follow people who support me. I interact with their content. I send them DMs. I respond to their Instagram stories. I want them to know that they are always welcome to interact with me, to DM me, to communicate with me, because that's what it means to have a community on social media. That's the whole point, being social on social media. I actually had a question a couple weeks ago from a DJ, asking about the Instagram algorithm and how you can kind of make it to where it's working for you or you're doing the right things to get your content pushed out there in the algorithm. They asked me if it was a good idea to respond to every single comment that they get in their posts. They asked if Instagram's algorithm likes that or not. And my answer to them was was quite simple. It was that the algorithm's not gonna give two shits if you respond to someone's comment On your post but that person will that person will greatly appreciate you responding to their comments you know you're creating that community and in turn that will create engagement at least from that person's perspective that person could create future engagement with your content because they know that you support them and they support you it's not about follow for follow it's about creating a community these two things are not the same thing Now, before we end this episode, I want to add a giant asterisk to this entire podcast because if you are jumping into this with the intent of interacting with all these people, engaging with their content, responding to your DMs, responding to all the comments that you get just to boost your engagement or to get more likes on your post and more followers on your page, I need you to let you know that that is not the right way to think about this like community building is a long and slow process and if you are expecting to see a big boost in engagement as soon as you start interacting with people it's not going to happen and to be honest with you you're wasting your time and you're gonna maybe do it a couple days and you're gonna quit because you're in it for the wrong reason if your goal to community build is to get engagement you're in it for the wrong reason It should be a perk of your community, but not the goal. You shouldn't be interacting with all these people to get engagement. You should be interacting with all these people to build a community, and that will bring you engagement, not the other way around. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this week's episode of the social DJ podcast. Make sure to subscribe, like, and rate this podcast so we can help more people change the way that they think about being on social media. If you guys have any feedback or questions for the show, feel free to shoot me a DM on Instagram at Justin, the DJ again. Thanks for listening. And I'll see you guys next Wednesday.